Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pitch, a Rocket League esports podcast. We are back after at least a couple weeks, I think it was. Was it two weeks, Drew? It's been a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, we were uh, wanting to um, wait for EU and NA both to kind of wrap up for the regular season so that we could cover them both. Um, so we kind of waited a bit longer. I think maybe on the episode, I misspoke and said we'd be back the next week which was a lie um but i I don't think i realized that until it was posted so it just seems like i'm a liar so uh uh, good stuff from me um but the regular season is over for pretty much all the regions all the regions at this point um eu na eu just wrapped up last weekend um some interesting stuff happened there but what we're gonna do um for this episode is so first we're gonna cover na and then on Thursday or Friday, we will release part two of this, which will cover EU and maybe some different uh, region teams just discussing the last event of the regular online season um, just before we um, head into uh, kind of uh, discussing major implications and uh, who we think is going to uh, make a deep run and things like that. So um, it's an interesting time, Drew. We are... At the tail end of the season, unlike an RLCSX, this actually matters at this point in the season. Yeah. It's not just yeah. like there, just to end the season. Like there's actual thing. Things are more important now than they ever have been, as opposed to last season, which is very, very nice. I'm glad that we're actually getting somewhere um, to experience two lands in just a few months. So that's that is cool to me. Yeah, same. I'm glad that it all. I mean, we've had our uh, land majors for once to this season. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to know that it all really means something in the end this time. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just like... I can't imagine how the players felt last season like when they found out that there wasn't going to be Worlds. There's like nothing to play for at that point, really. I guess except money, but they've been grinding so much, I think they'd rather have something to look forward to other than just more cash, which is, I think, fair. Um, so like we said, it has been at least a couple weeks and a lot has happened since then. So the tickets for the world championship went on sale. I think they are sold out at this point about five, six days ago. There were some top level like seats at the very, very back that I think were left. I doubt they are, they are left, but I would, I will link, um, Ticketmaster's website, the page in this um if they do have tickets left just so you can easily access them if you have not gotten your tickets yet but drew it sucked getting tickets for this world championship the only world championship i've ever gone to ever wanted to get tickets for i have never gone to a major never world championship ever we had been planning this for a while Uh, i don't know if we had mentioned on the podcast but uh we we had mentioned i think at the beginning of the season there was rumblings that they're just going to bring it back to Dallas like they were supposed to do in Season 9 before COVID started. And if that were the case, we would go to land this season. And obviously we saw at the uh, the Winter Major, Drew, that that did happen. That ended up happening. That was the best announcement of the Major by far. Um, so we've been hyped for this for a while. We've been waiting for the tickets to go on sale. Um, I don't remember what day they went on sale. Uh, like what like number date it was. But... It was a uh, 
Friday afternoon, Drew. And I had my uh, calendar set and everything. I was prepared for this because let's give some context. So I am I was buying tickets for a Drew and one one other person for us to go, uh, just so we could get seats together. So I was in charge of this. Um, they just had to give me their money, which I I will happily take. I had to get I had to get accommodation. Yeah. Right? Oh, that is wasn't that is a, true. I wasn't just a lolly lollygagger, no. just like no, he's not. Going. He's more than just a pretty <laughs> face. He's he does stuff uh, for this stuff. But no, but so I was getting tickets. Um, there's a wait, I guess. There's like you get to be in a waiting like list, like a a like lobby sort of thing. I got on it like. I think eleven thirty <laughs> yeah. Central Time. It, it tickets went on sale at twelve. There were like seven hundred people in front of me already, which is crazy. Um, they didn't actually announce that there was gonna be like a line that you can join beforehand, which I think would have been helpful for a lot of people. Um, but I got in line, um, and it was like as soon as the tickets went on sale, went on sale, the line stopped moving nobody like there were error codes all the time once you i eventually did get get to the front of the line there was a timer um so that you don't just sit there forever and not let others get their tickets it was like 20 minutes and for 20 freaking minutes drew i was sitting there trying to put my uh credit card information in and it just kept giving me error codes for 20 minutes it did that so it eventually put me back to the back of the line because it thought I had been waiting too long, even though it was just giving me errors. It was a mess. Nobody could get tickets. I think maybe a couple thousand got tickets, but most of those couple thousand were from Vivid Seats, like their bots bought them and are selling them for ridiculous prices. There's some, like, uh. like uh, Section A, I think is, what are the sections called? I don't even have it up, but basically front row tickets that are going for like, ten thousand dollars which is like super bowl level prices um so they bought like two thousand tickets which is absurd i don't know why they did that um so they ended up moving the the dates uh just like kind of restarting uh when the when the website was in working order but drew it was it was miserable it was because I was at work and I had. I was supposed to be at work. Was, <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing I could do to help. I was just texting you during the day and I was like, gosh, I really want this to work out. Yeah, bro, for a minute there, like, I was going to absolutely go bananas if they didn't. I was going to, like, spaz if at the end of the day they were like, okay, everybody got their tickets, have fun. And I'm like, oh, but no, they, they moved it to. That Sunday at 12 o'clock. So I got in line at 8.30 on Sunday. And there were like a thousand people in line at that point. I thought I was the only one who was going to be there. No, there were a thousand people there four hours before, three and a half hours before uh, tickets went on sale, which is crazy. So I sat there and the website finally worked. It broke for like two seconds, but it wasn't a huge deal. Finally got the tickets way easier that time, just in and out. Um, I didn't get exact tickets I want um, because the system was a bit weird. So it gave you like a, a place in line. But normally when you get a place in line, like you get when you have those 20 minutes and your time is ready to get your tickets, like it's just you so that you don't have to worry about scrambling. But you still had to scramble like tickets, like it let multiple people in at once. So I don't know what the purpose 
quite was of the line other than maybe just to keep like um like traffic to a minimum but Mm -hmm. i don't exactly know what the reasoning was behind that but basically we got them so we got the um i think it's called section a is that correct Mm -hmm. i think that's what it was the section a b and c tickets is what there were so yeah we got a we got a kind of like middle of a um i i don't actually have the tickets on my phone or i would look at what section we're in but i can't find it but we got this we got the tickets we wanted um finally but it was a mess and i never want that to happen again because i was at my computer friday for three or four hours just refreshing my page it was utter hell (laughs) and drew just drew just sat there he was like i don't mean to annoy you Owen, but did you get them and i was like i want to die right now not because of that i understood that i wanted to die because i had had to keep saying no I just, yeah, I just wanted to know, dude. I felt, I was like, man, I don't want to bug him again. But I I'm going to do it. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can understand the um, the line thing so that, like, all the tickets didn't go all at once because otherwise the bots would have just bought them all out. Well, yeah, but people could buy tickets while I was in line, like, when it was my turn. So, like, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, I I. I get where you're coming from and the line aspect of it. So it's, you know, first come, first serve, not just. I, yeah, no, I understand that. But like when I bought tickets for concerts, like you are the only person buying tickets when it's your turn. You are the only person. Mm. Whereas this, like it let multiple people in at once, which I didn't quite understand. I'm sure it wasn't the full like 10,000 that were in line, but a certain portion. Anyway, yeah. um, it was a mess. I hope for the next worlds or next major if there's one kind of near us it's not that difficult because i i don't want to experience that next time drew that is your job props to you though you got really good tickets i i could have gotten really good seats yeah i could have gotten better seats they are still good seats but i i was in such, such a rush i just wanted to get decent seats and get out after the events of the previous days so that's what yeah. i did i was in and out it was uh it was a tense situation, but we got them. So um, we, we are we're going. We're actually going to be able to go. So. so, so let me let me now tell my side of this story because I was in charge of accommodation. Yeah, so I, we weren't going to get it until we knew that we were going. Mm. So, uh, me, you, and the person that we're going with, uh, all got in a call the night after. It was like Monday night. We were going to talk about it and we were going to do Airbnb to start. Yeah. Decided not to. And then never decided what we were going to do. That's so true. I had looked the next day because uh, I was home that day uh, in the morning and I looked and there was like any hotel or any website I would go to for hotels. There was like four rooms left. At all of them. Wait, really? I don't even know if I knew a 20 that. Twenty mile radius. Yeah, there was almost no hotels. So whenever I texted you in that group chat, I was like, I need to know. I really right needed to know. <laughs> he <laughs> was serious. In, yeah, because in every hotel I looked at, like all the good, cheap, like the ones that were cheap but nice hotels were like gone. 
and there That's were a few mid-range. People had already started buying them for the worlds. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was like a, it was like 48, 36 hours after, so I can understand people yeah. already having their places. But yeah, whenever I sent that text, I was like, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm serious. I was like, guys, I need to know. Yeah, we could <laughs> find a good box. Doing? Find a good box, and we'd be right by the venue. It'd be, it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or a tent, get some waterproof spray, just spray that puppy. Um, no, but we we got tickets for, I think it's called what what what's there's stages. So there's the wild card that you can go for, which is limited seating. I think a thousand group stage, which is also limited seating, and then there's like the playoff bracket basically. And we got the three days of playoff bracket. Um, so we, because I I couldn't get off work any longer than that um unfortunately so that's what we decided to do and those are the most important days obviously so um i don't know i'm excited though like now that we have everything actually in order like i can just focus on enjoying it and thinking about what we'll do rather than oh crap are we gonna get tickets and drew saying oh crap are we gonna get a room <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um so yeah but uh, it, it will be a fun time and It'll be cool to see all the different people there. I'd love to see the KCP guys. Love to see uh, Alex from uh, his channel, uh, Bel Air, as he goes on YouTube. Would love to see him if he decides to go. I think Lawler might be going. He hasn't confirmed, but it's just going to be a big venue, like 16,000 people that are there to watch Rocket League. Um, So it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so now that we uh, discussed how bad the championship tickets went, um, I do want to mention before we get into talking about the major, talking about um, NA, the NA Regional 3, and how that uh, kind of uh, coincides with the major, I do want to mention Season 7 was announced just a few days ago. Um, they're adding eSports goal explosions, which is really sick, some custom training pack updates, um, a new car called Maestro. It's kind of like this. This Rocket Pass Season Seven is like fancy, like kind of. I don't know what, what would you call it. What did they call it on the uh, on the website? Um, I don't remember. Basically, just like really fancy. Like they're gonna have like I think gold items. They're gonna have a car called Maestro, which kind of looks like a Bentley. Has like a Dom hitbox. They're making a Utopia Coliseum with like marbled floors and it's really pretty looking from the pictures i saw uh definitely better than neo tokyo so i just wanted to mention that before we got into the actual kind of uh the the big stuff going into the major um for north america i just wanted to mention that because this is kind of normally what our new section is in the podcast is at the beginning so just wanted to uh do that but uh real quick before we go and do that um what did you think of season seven? Like, did you get to see the trailer at all for that? Uh, I did. Um, I think it'll be a good season. I didn't. It can't be worse than six. Yeah, personally, I didn't really like six. Yeah, it was bad. I I see what they were going for, but I didn't like it. <laughs> so, uh, good for them to try in season six, but the I game mode. The game mode was the only seven. good thing. What was it called? Knockout. Yeah. Uh, yeah, knockout was really good. There wasn't very many good items. I mean, there's never really a lot of good items in Rocket Pass. No, but this season was 
that's significant and how many not good items there were. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully next season, uh, it looks like there's going to be one, maybe two really cool goal explosions. Mm, I'm excited for the esports ones. We've been asking for those for, I think, at least a couple of years since this esports has, the esports has gotten bigger and has been growing. Um, we'll be interested to see if they're templated, templated, I mean, um, or if they're going to all be like different looking. Cause I think the one, I don't have it with me, but the one they showed in the trailer is the G2 one. And it's kind of like a hexagonal logo. I think if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. um, so don't know if they'll all be that or if there'll be different shapes and kind of explosions, but either way, really cool. Um, looking forward to looking at the custom training stuff. They hired one of the guys, I think one of the main guys from Bakke's mod. I forget what his name is. I would normally plug him, but I don't have it pulled up. And so they've been adding some of the stuff from Bakke's mod uh, to the game, which I think is really cool. Um, but let's let's move on. We've talked about um, the World Championship a little bit, Season 7. Um, let's talk about the 16 teams uh, that are headed to London real quick. And now let me pull it up real quick. I have like 18 tabs open. So for North America, uh, G2 phase version one space station are going uh, in Envy. Sorry. Uh, those are the f- uh, five for NA. Uh, Team BDS, Moist, Team Liquid, Carmine, and Endpoint for EU. Uh, Pioneers and Power for uh, OCE. Furia and Team Secret for SAM and gaming gladiators for APAC, and Team Falcons uh, for Mina. So the SRG boys are are going back. Um, hopefully nothing gets in their way. Their visas hopefully make it fine. I think, I think they have. Nothing has come out otherwise, so uh, fingers crossed on that one. Uh, but those are the 16 teams, Drew. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about NA first um, because... Uh, just to keep it organized, and I also already had the NA like show already like produced and ready to be talked about. I had the docket ready for it, so I thought we'd start off with NA. So Drew, um, I want to talk about a specific team, a weak team, a weak number five team from NA that is Envy right now. So. Me and you both agree that they did not like impress anybody, right? Like we're on the same page. Okay. So I was doing a little digging a few weeks ago, Drew. I'm a digger. You know that? I I like to dig around on the Liquipedia and the Octane.gg website. And I found out Envy made this major at the five spot. I mean, they weren't super high up, but they made the five spot without beating a single top five team all split. Um, I think they maybe beat Torrent and a few other kind of more bubble teams, but they did. They got through. They they slid. They slid through somehow to um, London without beating a top five team, which is kind of what I expected. Like that's what it felt like in my head. Like I, I didn't remember any impressive performances, but I was surprised like that it was actually true. I guess in in my opinion, I don't know what your thoughts are on Envy not making or on Envy making the major uh without beating a top five team this split. Um they only made the major because NRG had a really bad split, let's be honest. Yeah they did. Yeah it was doo doo. I mean if NRG had a better split 
this for spring and V1 to have. I mean, they would have been in conversation because FaZe and SSG had a really bad second regional mm. that really made things mixed up. Yeah. So we would have kind of wondered. We would have been like, well, is Envy going to pull it off? But so they would have been in talks, but they wouldn't have made it. Right. If NRG, because honestly, I can't. I was trying to think it. Whenever you said that to me, uh, I think it was like a week or two ago. I I was like, well, man, that's crazy. And then I thought about, well, what other teams are there that other than NRG because they're out because mm. they had the bad performance. A lot. What yeah. other teams are there? Yeah, that are make major that are gonna do good enough. Maybe I, maybe Rogue, oxygen, maybe oxygen, oxygen. Maybe I'm a gim guy myself. But oxygen had a bad split. Complexity did had. I feel better okay about their split. players though. Like at this moment, and that sounds weird because like missed and then, but I just mean like as mm-hmm. a team, I think their cohesion is better. For envy, I, right now it is like I know that's kind of weird to say because, like. I mean, Envy deserve it. They made top five, but like, I don't know. I just, I, I have more confidence in Oxygen for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because they've been a, re- a team longer anyway, so they're a bit more solidified. Well, that's not the case either. I don't know. I, I just have more confidence in Oxygen. I can't give a quantifiable reason for it. Yeah. I don't know. I also have, I, I kind of, we've kind of talked about it recently with this with the EU regional that just happened. We'll talk about that more later in the mm-hmm. week, but the envy play style isn't a strong one in well, Rocket League. It is when like and, you have to have the exact right players for it. Yeah, you have to have the exact right players, and if anyone's not on the game that day, you're not gonna do very good at all. You're gonna have poor performance. You gotta have some stellar defense and uh and 50s. If the other team is playing out of their minds, you're not going to win because uh, Envy and Endpoint, we'll talk about more, they're play style. They're a little different, but they have the same base, wouldn't you say? They have the same kind of base yeah. play style, yeah, sort of, where they play really good defense. They don't have a lot of offense because they don't Archie, really have a player. I think Archie is more like, out of all the players, I think he is the player on yeah, and I think that's why they have a different sort of play style is because they do have that playmaker player, but like with Envy, they don't really have a real playmaker player. Nope, not after Atomic. And, yeah, after Atomic left, I mean, they have Drees and Mist, but they're not... They are enablers. They're not They're not a Daniel Mm-mm. or a... First killer or yeah. AJ. Not or, even an aqua no. while they're peaking, in my opinion. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So they kind of have to rely on playing really good defense and then maybe catching out in a counterattack or just maintaining really, really good pressure, just clamping down on that defense. So it doesn't. This was a really good play style maybe a year and a half, two years ago, but anymore. Teams are so crazy impressive with their offensive abilities that it's hard to play really good defense for a long period of time i'm yeah i'm just saying like t-bates had it right like the machine is a machine for a reason it's got all these parts that it has all these cogs all these gears that have to go just right to make it work but when it works when they had atomic they had uh turbo and they had missed it worked like they had all the parts just in place 
and that play style worked. They could uh, they they could play that more defensive, more counter, more um, mistake. Um, not uh, what what's the word? They, they were very good at countering and uh, capitalizing on mistakes. Um, not as much with Drees. Drees is Drees is an enabler. Mist is really good mechanically, but he's defensive, so he's not really going to pop off always on offense. And um, I just I, I know in this uh, tournament actually. Turbo had to sub in um, because uh, what's his face was feeling ill. Why can't I think of his name? Um, Lucian. Lucian. Uh, he was ill, so I thought that was interesting. He should be there for the major, but still, it's so I'm happy for Turbo that he subbed in and it worked out this time. But I just don't think I don't think this, like you said, I don't think this team is. Um, set up to be a long-lasting roster at the top. I think Mysteries and Illusion, they are all kind of fulfilling similar roles in a way. I think Mist has the most defined role because he is a third man when I think of him, like a really, really mechanical third man, but that's what he is. Drees and Illusion are both, um, in my opinion, they're both enablers, so I don't know how that works out. I haven't had a chance to watch them a bunch this split, but I don't know. Even if there are a couple um, tournaments where maybe they figure it out, I don't know how sustainable it is, like you said. So, I don't know. Uh, they're an interesting squad. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, that that happened. Envy, um, they made the major, which is surprising. But depending on who you ask, this might be more surprising. Garrett and NRG miss... Well, Garrett misses his first RLCS lane ever. NRG haven't missed a lane in so long. Um that's crazy. I know uh, when it happened. Not since Garrett came on. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you're right. Yeah, since Garrett came on. And maybe even before that. I don't know. I don't know. If, if they were a big org before that. Hold on. I'll, I'll look real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when I was a- after they got knocked out, um, I was looking at Twitter and there were just so many people who were like awestruck by this because like it's just one of the things that is always a constant in the league. Um, that NRG make it, that Garrett G makes a land, but unfortunately, it was it did not happen. They had to. Did they have to win the event to make it, or get really close to winning they had the to event? Place top two to. Well, yeah. At the end of it, they had to place top two to um, guarantee a tiebreaker at least. Yeah. So they. They started off slow like they normally do. Let me pull up the Liquipedia. Um, they uh, won in five against a crew, which is not what you want to see. It was kind of an ugly game. Uh, they lost 3-1 to FaZe in upper quarters. And uh, they lost to Complexity in lower round two. So it was a rough day at the office for them. They couldn't get it done. Um, they will have a few months to figure out their play style, get things back in order to kind of stabilize themselves. And then they're right onto the wild card. Um, because that's, that's all they have locked up at the moment. So they have a wild card spot. So they have a few months to uh, figure that out. But Drew, they are your team, my guy. Like, how are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on them not making it? Uh, you already know my thoughts. I know a little bit. We haven't talked about it in a few weeks, but. And uh, for your point on how long it's been, NRG hasn't missed a 
LAN event since they've been in Rocket League. So, no way. That is crazy. So they've been to every single one because they came around in Season 2 and then they picked up Garrett in Season 3. So they haven't ever missed a LAN event before, so this is That's pretty. That's energy. domination right there. That is actually it insane. Really is. For in Rocket League and something like Rocket League where new teams come in every season, like that is... It's pretty crazy, but um, I know we discussed this a little bit, but kind of uh, enlighten the uh, listeners on how you think maybe, or actually, no, th- this is a question. Do you think it could benefit the team? Yes or no? Like to have this kind of break, maybe even like pressure lifted off of Garrett's shoulders and the team's shoulders, like could this benefit them? Or is this just kind of a like put it in the past and move on type of deal for you? It absolutely does. Um, I mean, they didn't want to miss going to major, especially at the Copper Box Arena. I mean, that's most iconic where, stadium. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's where Garrett and Justin wanted to be the most. Uh, at, at the end of what was it, the Winter Major? They had the announcement video for it. Yeah. And, and it had them. They were like, we want to go back. <laughs> yeah. So I think them not making it. Um, whenever you're on the top for so long, and you know you're there for every single major, every single region, or uh, every single LAN. I mean, you forget what it's like to not be there. And to think, man, this sucks. I yeah. really want to be there. I really want to play. And, you know, a lot of these teams have had that. I mean, I can't think of a team that hasn't had that happen to them. G2 had it happen to them. Uh, Space Station is new enough that they have been around mm. for all of them. Yep. Um, Cloud9 had it happen to them. Yep. So, this... Is it good? It's bad because they might not auto qualify into uh, straight into worlds. We'll talk about that sometime in the future before the majors happens. Um, but it helps them to remember how much they want to be there. Right. And for Justin, ever since they dropped out really early out of that regional justin has streamed almost every single day for like five hours playing rocket league and you, like you don't think he's grinding yeah yeah i'd love to see his steam hours actually i'm sure they're high i think they have been for a few weeks now and so that would not surprise me so i think it sucks it's not a good thing in the aspect of they don't have you know the points they're not going to be there to be up to date with international play but it's good because it'll help them remember how much they want it and it'll probably give the motivation back to them as well yeah and i don't think it's just a motivation thing but the week before the week leading up to this final regional uh on first touch they had garrett g on and a few others and garrett was saying i mean he wasn't complaining he wasn't like saying oh i don't want to win obviously but he was saying there is a pressure to make it because he has never not been at an RLCS LAN. So even though I'm sure he wanted to make it there, it is, I'm sure, a weight off of your shoulders a little bit and you can focus more. 
Um, I think, I think there's a thing in sports and I was listening to, uh, apparently Jack talk about this where there's this unhealthy mindset where it's like, pre- like you're not supposed to like show people, tell people or allow, or allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to say when pressure is getting to you and accepting that in a way. And I think that will happen though. Like that is just part of life. That is what humans do. And you can train as best you can not to let it affect you, but it will affect you sometimes. So I think, um, the, maybe there's a bit of pressure off as well so that he can refine his craft more. He can be in a better mental place. The whole team can be in a bit of a better mental place and they have two, is it two months? It's August. So yeah, two months to really refine their play style, how they want to do, how they want to uh, do things. Um, give them time to scrim other teams and just to kind of take a breath for a minute before things ramp up um, into the really the biggest season of their lives, I think, for the most part, uh, because of how impactful this new format is. Uh, it's it's a year-long season uh, instead of two in a year. So I think it can help them, uh, definitely, in my opinion. Yeah, and um, he's had 75 hours in the past weeks yeah that's good stuff <laughs> looked it up real quick so that is yeah, good I think, stuff i think we'll see a very hungry hopefully a very hungry energy going into yeah. worlds whenever we see them next yeah and i don't even think you know we go back to justin's tweet his really really long tweet longer a few weeks ago like he said explicitly that he wants to play the game he wants to compete and I genuinely don't think he would have made that if he didn't actually believe it. He's not hes not an outgoing guy. He is probably the most famous person in the, in the league, but I think he's one of the more conceited players. Uh, he he kind of sticks to himself for the most part. Uh, up until recently, he didn't stream very often, so I really don't think he'd go out and say that if he didn't actually mean it. He seems to be kind of very forthright with what he feels a lot of the time, especially on Twitter. So, um, So I think... I think to, I'm not saying like this can only be good for them because I think that would be dumb. Like losing cannot only be good for you, but I definitely think um, they could benefit from it if they are in the right mindset to learn from it and not kind of like bring it back and, and use it as a, um, a, a fear, I guess, uh, since they only have wildcard locked up. But I, th- I think they, they will um, get it figured out um, and, and yeah. hopefully – I'm assuming I am assuming they'll make it out of wild, of wild card. A lot of the um, minor region teams are in there, so I'm assuming they'll make it to just normal groups. But um, it, we, I guess, we'll just have to see uh, yeah. in August. So, uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention with that, or did you cover what you wanted to say? No, I covered everything that I wanted to say. All right, Drew. It's time for one of my favorite topics every. Time there's an NA regional, <laughs> and similarly with Vitality and EU, it's just there's a couple teams in each region, Drew. That it's just you you are playing hard to get with them. You you, you they do not win over your uh, your um appraise very often. Um, so this final regional for NA uh, phase, they won uh in the finals against G two. Beat them. Finally, got their monk, the monkey off their back. They finally beat G two. They could never do it. They could never um, get to a grand finals. Or if they did, they would lose. 
True. Um, I I know where you're going with this, and that's why I brought it up. But are you? Uh, <laughs> ha- have they won you over yet, Drew? Or do you need to see more? Continually see more from Phase Clan. Um, I feel differently about this than I did right after the regional. Really? The, as the emotions calm down a little bit. <laughs> well, I just kind of thought about it more than just you know right after it was over. And everyone was giving me crap in the Rocket League Discord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after after all that, I thought about it. And no, they haven't won me over. But but it's going the right direction. They've taken a step. Um, they've taken a step. They showed ice for once Let's in their go. life. They showed ice Not two once. times. Yeah. No, they, they showed it twice. In the major, they regional. did. They did in the major a little uh, bit. Not really. Just a little bit. Okay. They showed ice. Upper semis. Won it. Game seven. What what do they need to do? I think they're going the right path. Okay. I had always said before that FaZe is such a good team. um, They can be such a good team. They have such a high ceiling. Because they have all the players that they have on their team. They have First Killer, they have AJ, they have Sipical. And it's part of the reason why I'm always so critical of them. Is because this team can be so stinking good mm. if they just played for each other. And they started to do that. They were finally showing some passing. Mm-hmm. Not as much they used, solo. They passed a little bit before, but it was like low percentage plays that they would pass on. Yeah. And it was like, there's no way I'm scoring this. I'm just going to dump it off to my teammate. Mm. But there was some serious, like, infield passing plays, completely making the defense wonder where they were going to go next with it. Um, They showed ice, so that was good. They had uh, some clutch moments twice against G2 of all teams as well. Yeah. For real. Uh, swept version one in the upper finals. That's so impressive. they're going the right direction. And another thing, too, is that well, I, let me let me mention this too. First killer, I had almost 120 hours going into this regional. In the <laughs> past two weeks, he had almost 120 that hours. That is hilarious. So I don't want to say this. It don't take don't take it this the wrong way. But if you have 120 hours in the last two weeks and you don't make it to grand finals, there's something wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I do see what you mean. You're like, like you should, like you should be placing you're high. You're grinding so stinking hard. You yeah. put seven hours a day almost into this game for the past two weeks, and you come up to May or regional time and you can't put it together. Yeah, I'd be a little skeptical, but. Uh, going back to how they played, first killer took a step back, and I've In what also way? felt like for the longest time that first killer was too hyper aggressive, and it was what made Phase really good is that they always had this pressure, but AJ and Sipical didn't really know where they stood because yeah. I would watch replays and first killer would just turn anytime. He wanted to pretty much. He would just, he would be, it would be AJ and Sipical coming up the left side. AJ's got the ball, Sipical's ready 
or something, and the ball fifties away from AJ and first killer would just turn in front of typical and take the ball. Mm. So him taking a step back, not getting themselves tied up in rotations, uh, passing, having ice. These are all the right direction for phase. And if they take this into the major, they can be a top four team. Easy. Yeah, I agree. Um, if I could add one thing to that, uh, the one, the one thing I would add to that is that, uh, hold on, I turned my audio down on my little, there we go. Um, the one thing I would add to that is that this is the perfect time for them to win a grand finals. I think going to the major, you don't have any event events left, like no regionals, no, nothing to worry about. You can be, be all focused on land events on worlds, like this is the perfect time to peak. We talk about it all the time. Like teams, like it's great to peak in the fall split, do really well, like Space Station did in, in RLCS season ten last uh, last year. But to peak at the end of the season, to have the endurance, um, to be able to do that after a year long season, that is what you want, and that is what they're doing right now. They've gotten the monkey off their back. They've won a grand finals. They beat G two. They don't have to be terrified of them. I mean. I'd understand if they were, but they beat them. So they, I think as pro players, they won't be too terribly scared of them, especially considering who's on FaZe Clan. So this is a perfect time to peak. And if they bring that confidence, which I assume they will, into Landon, into London, um, it like this could really slingshot them in the right direction going into Worlds and, and uh, getting seeding for that as well. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I agree. I think Worlds is going to be a completely different ball game. We'll yeah. probably oh, talk for about sure that it will after be. the major a lot more. Yep. But I agree. I think this is the time to peak, you know, in all sports. The yep. end of the season is the time to peak because, you know, you can be like um, the Cardinals in the NFL of last season and yeah. you just dominate everyone and no one has a chance, but you lose it three quarters of the way through the season yeah. and you can't put it back together. And all that good work that you did at the beginning. So dominant means nothing because you couldn't keep it together the entire season and no one really can. No one can, no one can be good from start to finish unless you're the 2000 and I think it was nine Patriots, mm, yeah, with Undefeat. your super team, yeah. Until you meet Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is a Rocket League podcast. <laughs> Let me get back to that. So yeah, it's hard to peak throughout the entire season. So peaking now is the right thing to do. It's hard to choose your time. Well, you can't choose when you peak. I mean, you you can Sometimes you can you try can. to influence it. You can like yeah, you can influence it. Yeah. I guess that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you can influence, you can influence it. You don't have total control, but you can definitely influence it. Uh, conserve your energy a little bit. That is such a weird term to use in this case. I understand that, but like, I know something that uh, BDS has said before. Like, at last season, and I think this season, they were like, okay, we don't care about regional wins as long as we're making majors and doing good at the majors. And that's kind of what I mean. Like, if depending on where you are, obviously not every team can do this. Um, but I feel like BDS, especially right now where they're just peaking again, like don't, 
don't like waste all your energy on like 110% at regionals. Like use that at your at your LAN events. You know what I mean? So like I think in that way you can uh, kind of influence your peak and things like that. Uh, but it would it would also Drew. Speaking of uh, football, it would really suck to uh, if if a team uh, in in a particular game if they peaked in the first half of a game uh, in a high pressure spot and then second half they just totally blew it. That that would suck. Would hate to be my team. That uh, would, that would suck. Hopefully, Phase doesn't imagine? do that. I can, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine following a team that would do that. Anyway. Uh, let's move on before I start crying. Uh, Team Falcons <laughs> moving over to the Middle East region. They swept the season. They go 9-0 and in grand final regional appearances. So, Drew, let's, let's set the uh, bar real quick. Let's say they don't have unexpected visa issues. Let's say um, Ahmad isn't deathly sick like I've heard he might be like like he might be i heard he might be coming down with the flu which please got like if you guys are religious just start praying right now like we need a mod at, <laughs> we need a mod at this land so um let's hope that's that's all uh, okay but like assuming everything's okay drew how far do we see them going like you said phase top four do you think they could match that do you think they would be below that ahead of them in that like if they are peaking, like they like, if we're assuming they're gonna peak, how far can they go? Can they win it? Even maybe, like, I don't know what you think. I don't think we've discussed this even amongst ourselves. I think they're a team on their day. If they're peaking, they can beat anyone at that major. So you think they can yes. win the can. major if they're like absolutely just peaking? Yep. They can. They can be BDS. They can be G two. They can be moist. They can beat Phase. They can beat Liquid. I mean, any team they're going to face, they have at least a 50-50 chance of beating. Mm. Yeah. Maybe 40% chance for some of them, but there's a chance. There's a good chance. I could, yeah. I see there is a good chance, and I don't want to overhype them. Not because I think they're bad, but just because we haven't even seen them in two majors and with their starting roster because um, their first international land was Ocalid or sorry. No, their first in- international land was a- a- Ahmad TRK and Sinzo instead of Ocalid. Um, so uh, we haven't even seen them with their full roster. Um, so I don't want to overhype them, but I think you could very reasonably say top four. I think even more reasonably top six, I think, but then again, like when you look at the uh, the competition for this major, it is stacked. The most stacked, I think, event we have ever had in a RLCS tournament. I don't know what you think, but this, like EU is stacked, NA is not quite as stacked, but still, I think it's the most powerful event we've ever had just in terms of raw um Teams peaking, I guess, maybe is what I'm going for. I think a lot of these teams are peaking. A lot of them are on the uptrend, the uptick. So I could see top four, but I just don't want to like overhype them. Again, not because I don't think they can do it, but I just want to like temper expectations a tiny itsy bit, but I do love them. They are like one top three favorite teams, top four favorite teams in the entire league. 
but I do want to see one. I want to. I want to see them once at a land with their actual roster before I start saying they can win it. Maybe, which I don't know. I maybe I'm just a bit nervous about that sort of stuff. But yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But the last time they got to play, it was the first land event they had ever been to that was international competition and they didn't even have their starting roster yeah but then there's also not the expectation there as well now they have expectation yeah but everyone kind of i feel like there was the same amount of um pressure on them because everyone looked at that fall major Mm. like how good is srg we're gonna find out yeah. So that you have all this pressure on you of we don't want everyone to think that we suck. Right. You know, we've gotten all this hype. That's over true. Us. That is true for years, yeah. For years with Johnny Boy show, showing off the show matches and everything. Show matches and stuff like that and all the other stuff that had happened that they had been involved in. And now it was like here it is for real. Yeah. And they showed up for real. I mean, without their starting roster, they lost to the team that won their side of the bracket yep. until, you know, they got to grand finals. So I I feel like they aren't worried about expectations because I hope they, they're not. I feel like they deal with it more than we understand because of, you know, they had won every single regional in their region and their region isn't a slouch i mean they're a good region they have Veloce, a couple other really good teams i can't think of the names of the teams because they are, they right. all change so often right like oh one esports and mm-hmm. stuff like <laughs> yeah. that yeah Thiaths. so their region isn't a slouch and they still won all nine yeah that that so, is that is impressive and like i said no i'm not like kind of tempering expectations because I'm worried they can't perform. It's just, I want to see it first. And I, and I think uh, there's just so many variables with this, so many different ways to look at it. Like I could look at it like you, where it's almost like there's more pressure for the first event because they've been hyped up by Johnny and a few other people. And like, this is their first chance to actually show that since the game came out on the biggest stage. So I can see why that would almost be more pressure than this. But I don't know. Um, I think it just kind of depends on the dyna- that the dynamic of the team and um, how each individual person handles different types of pressure. But either way, I'm excited to see them. I wish they were under SRG still. Love that name. Love the organization. Loved all that. Um, a bit disappointed that we don't get to see them under that kind of iconic um, name and uh, team. So that's uh, still really cool, though, to see. Uh, that squad, even under a different organization, um, make it. Um, okay, so before we wrap up, just want to mention another kind of um, minor region team uh, making uh, making the major. Um, APAC South team, for the first time this season, makes a major. It's Gaming Gladiators. Um, I don't have the roster pulled up, but this that was really fun. Um, I actually got to watch Detonator versus Tokyo Verde really cool series um and it was a fort uh sorry no i watched detonator versus gaming gladiators my bad um it went to seven in the upper bracket final and then gaming gladiators faced 
detonator again once they got sent to the lower bracket and beat Verdi. Um, so it was Gaming Gladiators versus Detonator, and Gaming Gladiators uh, beat them in the second series um, of that grand, grand final. So for the first time all season, we have an APAC South team representing the Asian region. I think that's really cool just to see the different teams uh, from the region get there, just so each team can have a taste um, of international play, what it feels like to play against uh, you know, different uh, regions, the major regions, the really, really highly skilled regions, so that all these teams can get practice and, and can improve at a rapid rate so that we can see them compete more in the future. But um, did you get a chance to see any of that, Drew? Because I know it was it was on just before the uh, EU Regional 3 was, was starting. Uh, no, I listened to most of it, though. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were at work, weren't you? I think when it... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was really sad though when uh, Verdi dropped their series to Detonator four two <laughs> in the lower bracket final. I want to see Realize again. Like I want to. I just have a special place in my heart for Verdi, but at the same time, I know rationally speaking, it's better for the region to get um, a, a mix of different teams uh, get to experience international play. But regardless, um, congratulations to them making it. Um, really really cool to see them and it will be cool to uh, see them in person actually see kind of how they uh, stack up against other regions uh, either way i think for these like apac teams it's more of a learning experience taking back what they kind of um, learned and and taking it back to their region and applying it and just getting better i guess as uh, simple as that so um, that is pretty much going to do it for uh today's episode we will have another episode next week or not next week uh thursday or friday like i said recapping uh, eu regional three uh, and just kind of talking about the implications which teams made it uh how they performed and how we see them performing going into this major and then next week we will actually probably discuss some of the first round matchups who we have uh, going for a deep run who we have uh, like maybe even winning it, kind of grand finals predictions, things like that. Um, and then the next week after that is the major. We're around two weeks away right now, so really not that far away until we get um, some international play. So um, it will be very interesting to see. Um, we will get the docket all ready for Thursday, and we will see you guys in just a few days to recap EU Regional 3. Take care.